Blessed be the one holy and living God. Amen. I have a bottle of mustard seeds that I keep on a shelf in my office to remind me of my faith. Though I have to say, often my faith feels more like the seed out of a fresh tomato than a mustard seed, well hydrated but hard to grasp. The bottle on the shelf in my office is uh, left over from a sermon I gave, I don't know, probably seven years ago when I was preaching on the story of mustard seed from the Gospel of Matthew and had the brilliant idea to put mustard seeds in envelopes and hand them out to everybody in church during the sermon. Uh, So this bottle is left over from that. It took forever to do all those envelopes. So, uh, no mustard seeds today, I'm afraid. Uh, Although we gave them out at the 9 o'clock, that was a little easier. In the gospel today, the apostles ask Jesus, increase our faith. Increase our faith. We all have times like the apostles where we feel that our faith is not enough for the circumstances of life before us. Have you ever felt that? That you didn't have enough faith for what you had to face in your life? But there is a trap here in trying to quantify faith. In our society, we often feel we need to have more More money, more time, more possessions, more control, more friends and followers on social media. Although, personally, right now, I'd be very happy with less email and less presidential politics. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right. But this urge for more is very strong. So why not want more faith? The passage we heard this morning can read as an admonishment. But it is really Jesus giving a pep talk. Jesus is saying to the apostles and to each one of us, You already have the faith that you need. Faith the size of a little mustard seed is enough. You have what you need. Faith is a gift from God, born out of God's faithfulness to us. We don't acquire faith so that we can use it like it's some sort of uh, fuel source, like you fill up your faith tank and then you can burn it all off and then refuel. We don't acquire faith that way. Rather, it grows from living out our faith, modeled after the ministry of Jesus. So when the apostles say, give us, increase our faith, give us more faith, Jesus is saying, just do it. Live the faith that you have. An Episcopal monk I know at a monastery in Cambridge, Massachusetts, actually used to play basketball with him when I was in seminary. He's got a great jump shot, by the way. He wrote this. Genuine faith presumes a relationship with God. It implies a radical trust in God, faithfulness in one's relationship with God, and a way of seeing the world as life-giving and nourishing rather than hostile and threatening. 
In other words, don't focus on your faith like it's a possession. Focus on God because faith is relational. That bottle of mustard seeds in my office is also a warning that my faith isn't something to be put up on a shelf to be admired by me or others. Look at my faith. Isn't my faith great? It's so beautiful. Or, or, to put my faith on a shelf to be turned to only in the event of an emergency. Only if there's a crisis, then I'll turn to it. So that bottle on that shelf reminds me not to put my faith on a shelf. Faith is to be lived, especially in how we relate to others. We have a sister parish in the town of Salima in Malawi, Africa. The cloths on the altars are from our sister parish in Malawi when we visited. And when I have visited our sister parish in Malawi, Africa, I have been so struck by how the faith of the people there permeates their whole lives. They live their life, their faith, as if their lives depend on it. Because for them, it does. Now perhaps faith can grow and shape us more easily in places where life is more fragile. It certainly seems to be lived more boldly there than here. In Malawi, in the midst of incredible, incredible poverty, disease, and death, I hear people proclaim the message of the Gospel of Luke that all things are possible with faith because our faith is in the God in whom nothing is impossible. And I come back and I wonder, how can I live my faith like that here? Why does it seem hard here when the faith can seem so exuberant in the circumstances of Malawi? And I come back here and I feel like, It would be easier for a camel to get through the eye of a needle. Jesus has affirmed that I have all the faith I need, that you have all the faith you need. The faith of a mustard seed is enough. But even as a priest, I so easily compartmentalize my faith into something that I live at church but not in traffic on the 101 or in the market or in the voting booth or among the poor and homeless in downtown San Rafael. Places where the challenges of loving as Jesus loves are more present. Do you do this like I do? Do you compartmentalize your faith? Oh, I'm at church now. I'm living my faith life. Now I'm at work. That's something else. Jesus calls us to love God with all our heart and our neighbors as ourselves. This can feel like such hard, overwhelming, demanding work. Yet in the gospel, Jesus promised that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. True joy is serving as Jesus served because God is good all the time. That's what I remember when I see that bottle of mustard seeds on my office shelf. Perhaps I should start carrying the bottle around in my pocket 
so that I'll remember more. But what I really want, what I really want, and what I think Jesus wants, is that I become that bottle of mustard seeds. Prayers of the people. In peace we pray to you, Lord God, for all people in their daily life and work. As we prepare to elect a new president, we pray that we may love our neighbors as ourselves and have grace to maintain our liberties in righteousness and peace. We pray for this community, the nation, and the world. the just and proper use of your creation. The victims of hunger, fear, injustice, and oppression. For all those struggling with homelessness, particularly those served by rest in St. Vincent de Paul and for St. John's volunteers working with these ministries. For all who are in danger, sorrow, or any kind of trouble. For the peace and unity of the Church of God, for all who proclaim the gospel and all who seek the truth, for our sister parish, St. John Salima, Malawi, for Michael, our presiding bishop, Mark, our bishop, and all bishops and other ministers, for whom we serve in God's church, for the special needs and concerns of this congregation, especially for Chris, Linda, Katie, Grace, Kay, Chuck, 
Anne, Katie, Don, Allison, Catherine, Carolyn, Pauline, Anne, Gypsy, and those we name before you now. Hear us, Lord, for your mercy is great. We thank you, Lord, for all of the blessings of this life. We will exalt you, O God, our ruler, and praise your name forever and ever. We pray for all who have died, especially Leslie Connark, Joe Vanilla, Jacob Hall, the children killed in airstrikes in Aleppo, that they may have a place in your eternal kingdom. Lord, let your loving kindness be upon them. Who put their trust in you. Jesus, the true bread that comes down from heaven, leaven us with your Holy Spirit, that the world may know the abundance of life in your new creation. Amen. Amen. May the peace of the living Christ be always with you. invite you to be seated for the announcements. We're going to have a few announcements now before we continue with uh, communion. Following the announcements during the offertory anthem, the ushers will come through the congregation and take a collection to support the ministry of St. John's and as an act of thanksgiving for God's blessings in our lives. We have uh, credit card contribution forms in the pew racks. I encourage you to use those if that's a good form of giving for you. And if you already support St. John's through uh, prearranged giving, stock, etc., cetera, uh, online credit card, encourage you to take the red and white stewardship card and put that in the offering plate as they're passed down the aisles as a sign of your offering this morning. Invite all of you to coffee hour in the parish hall and on the terrace behind the church following the service. And uh, if you'd like more information about St. John's, we encourage you to fill out one of the welcome cards in the pew rack and put that in the offering plate. Speaking of welcome, I just want to encourage all of you uh, after the service and at coffee hour to uh, speak to somebody maybe you don't know, someone new. Welcome someone uh, who may be new, and if you find out they've been here longer than you have, then you've met someone new, and it's all good. So uh, please encourage you to spend a few minutes doing that before you congregate with all of your um, regular friends. Encourage you also to read through uh, Connect. It's got all of our bulletin announcements in it. Uh, also our prayer list, so you can take that with you and pray for those people during the course of the week. A few announcements we want to highlight, beginning with Vestry member Larray Kwai. Thank you. And thank you, Chris, for reminding us that true joy is in serving, as Jesus did. I love that part of your sermon. And speaking of serving, how many people are planning to come to the harvest auction this coming Friday? Okay. I'm going to ask you a second question. How many of you believe that the 
future of St. John's uh, is in, belongs to the children of St. John's. Okay, so those two things need to come together because the Harvest Auction is raising money to finance programs for children and youth. So all the money we raise is to help our children and youth programs. So you really do need to be there. And we've got a new... Um, and help us support us. If you can't be there, uh, you can also help by going online, and you can buy items, or at least let Emily know. Emily's over here, and if you um, can't be there on Friday, then uh, contact her, and she'll make it happen. Did you want to say something? Oh, okay. Yes, so stand up so everybody knows who she is. And she's selling tickets, too, out in the courtyard So uh, after, after this service. So I um, just want to let you know it's going to be a great event. We've got great food. We've got champagne, red wine, white wine, beer, non-alcoholic drinks. We have babysitters for those who have children. We have a live jazz band. So it'll really be fun. I want you all to come. You need to do this to support St. John's. So what we do need, we need servers to help pass food and drink. So if you would like to be one of those folks, let either myself or Emily know. Uh, If you have a favorite wine, uh, please let uh, drop it off at the front office. We need that as well. And uh, again, we have. If you have any silent auction items you'd like to add, that's fine. If you can't come and you want to support us, we have a fund to need. So let me know about that as well. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you, Lorraine. It is a really fun event. So I hope you can make it. We're going to be hiring a youth minister within the month, and it'd be great to have a successful harvest to go with that. Next Sunday, we will be celebrating the Feast of St. Francis. So uh, the 10 o'clock, ser- the 9 o'clock service will be our family service in the parish hall. Animals welcome. The 10 o'clock service, weather permitting, will be outside on the front lawn. It's a Feast of St. Francis service. You're welcome to bring your animals. Then at 11.15, we will do the actual blessing of the animals We're creating the blessing of the animals this year for the first time as sort of a separate uh, service. So if you have friends who have animals and are uh, spiritual but not religious or maybe a whole church service is more than they're ready for now or whatever, they have pets that they'd love to have blessed, they can come at 11.15 and join the rest of us for a a short blessing of animals service. Uh, It's going to be really great, so I, I hope. Um, with you there, it will be great with your pets. So anyway, next Sunday, blessing of the animals, uh, St. Francis and blessing of the animals. Hope you'll check that out. Continuing the uh, welcome theme, uh, we're pulling together a welcome team. There'll be a meeting this coming Tuesday at 5 p.m. in the youth room. And if you're interested in being a greeter or serving in a welcome ministry at St. John's, I encourage you to check that out. Tonight is youth group movie night from 5.30 to 8 p.m. So all youth, grades 6 through 12, are welcome to come to movie night in the parish hall this evening. As we are all guests at Jesus' table, we welcome everyone without exception to share in celebrating and receiving the sacred meal of the Holy Eucharist. You're all welcome to come forward to receive. And if you need a gluten-free communion wafer, please indicate that to the priest. Now let us, with gratitude, make an offering of our life and work to our God.
damn thing, they're all too big. to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and a joyful thing always and everywhere to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, for by water and the Holy Spirit you have made us a new people in Jesus Christ, our Lord, to show forth your glory in all the world. Therefore we praise you, joining our voices with angels and archangels, with all the company of heaven, who forever sing this hymn to proclaim the glory of your name.
thanks to you, O God, for the goodness and love which you have made known to us in creation, in the calling of Israel to be your people, in your words spoken through the prophets, and above all in the word made flesh, Jesus, your Son. For in these last days you sent him to be incarnate from the Virgin Mary, to be the Savior and Redeemer of the world. In him you have delivered us from evil, and made us worthy to stand before you. In him you have brought us out of error into truth, out of sin into righteousness, out of death into life. The night before he died for us, our Lord Jesus Christ took bread, and when he had given thanks to you, he broke it, and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, This is my body, which is given for you. Do this for the remembrance of me. After supper, he took the cup of wine, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and he said, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this for the remembrance of me. Therefore, according to his command, O Father, we remember his death, we proclaim his resurrection, we await his coming in glory, and we offer our sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving to you, O Lord of all, presenting to you from your creation this bread and this wine. We pray you, gracious God, to send your Holy Spirit upon these gifts, that they may be the sacrament of the body of Christ and his blood of the new covenant. Unite us to your Son in his sacrifice, that we may be acceptable through him, being sanctified by the Holy Spirit. In the fullness of time, put all things in subjection under your Christ and bring us to that heavenly country where, with most holy Mary the God-bearer, blessed John and all your saints, we may enter the everlasting heritage of your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, the firstborn of all creation, the head of the church and the author of our salvation. By him and with him and in him, In the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Now, as our Savior Christ has taught us, we are bold to pray, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen.
These are the gifts of God for the people of God.
Continuing on page 11 of your bulletins with the concluding prayer, I invite you to stand or kneel. God of abundance, you have fed us with the bread of life and cup of salvation. You have united us with Christ and one another, and you have made us one with all your people in heaven and on earth. Now send us forth in the power of your spirit that we may proclaim your redeeming love to the world and continue forever in the risen life of Christ our Savior. Amen. My friends, life is short. We don't have very much time to gladden the hearts of those who walk the journey with us. So be swift to love. Make haste to be kind. As we walk along the way together, may the blessing, the peace, the love, and the joy of the Holy One in our midst continue to be in our hearts this day and always. Amen. Are there any birthdays, anniversaries, or other exciting things that need to be celebrated? about if you tell us who you are and what, including everything, that you want us to know about you. That could take a long time. Uh, We're Bob and Catherine Goldsmith, and on the 16th I celebrated a birthday, but last Saturday, much more importantly, we celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary. Yay! I'm Bill C., and on Friday, I celebrated my 83rd birthday. It's Brian Wittenkeller, and I'm celebrating two special occasions. My grandson, Logan, turns uh, seven later this week, and uh, also later this week, I'll be turning 78. This is my husband, Jolly Brown. I'm Ann Filipina, and in this coming week, we will be celebrating our 31st wedding anniversary. (laughs) I'm Lorraine Kwai, and last Wednesday, I celebrated a birthday, and I am old enough. (laughs) That's what you think. Will you join with a prayer on page 11, please? Today, tomorrow, and always, we rejoice in the hands of God. May God's growing hands support you. May God's guiding hands lead you. May God's loving hands enfold you. We rejoice in the hands of God.
worship has ended. Now our service begins. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thank you very much.